0: Well, it officially happened. The most terrifying thing that can happen to somebody who is on the radio happened this morning on the morning drive. Welcome to the morning after with Mike Keller and Jenny Matthews. i um, thankful to still be employed today. Not going to lie, because at about 6.57 this morning, I saw my career flash before my eyes. It happens. What happens is, so uh, even if you're not on the radio, you know how, how it kind of works behind the scenes. You know, when, when we come on the radio to talk to you, we have to turn our microphones on. And then when we're done... We turn our microphones off. It's a
1: good habit to get into. That
0: way we can say all the vulgar things we want, but when and no one can hear it except us in the room. Because
1: people don't realize how many F-bombs we drop per morning.
0: We're a very foul-mouthed group.
1: I love Jesus, but I cuss a little.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's a country song, isn't it? <laughs> not a country song. And if it isn't, so we going to make right. it.
1: Right. <laughs> um, no,
0: I think it is. I think there's a song called Cuss a Little. I'm going to look it up. Um, so this morning at 6.57, we were uh, getting ready to do a contest. And I'll tell you exactly what happened. There, are, uh, you know, we have some people who we have, we have caller ID here in the studio, and we run this contest, and, and the phone lines start to go. And I recognize the first two people, and they're they're wonderful people. But I know that, that it would be uh, it would be not a very interesting contest. It would get a little crazy out of control. Wouldn't be very good. <laughs> so I just go. You hear me? So what we do is we, we punch a commercial, and then in the background of the commercial, you just hear me going, no, <laughs> no, and and then. Thankfully... That's all you heard, uh, because, uh, because I, was, I was I was being a little judgy and I didn't mean to be mean, but you know we want our contest to, to sound a certain way. We want it to sound good. We want upbeat people. I know the, the two people we called wonderful people, love talking to them, just not for that contest because it would have been so it, would, it would have been bad.
1: Thankfully, we have listeners that are so kind enough to text us on the uh, the radio station text line. Hey, Hot Mics, you're on the air. We can hear you over yep. the song. And immediately, I looked right at Tater and I said, Did I say the f word? <laughs> <laughs> because and, I just say it a lot. And
2: it, I, The thing is, like, I was halfway listening to what was going on, and I didn't realize the mic's wrong because I can't see it. And then I look over, and you guys were saying that. I'm like, well, what did you guys say? Whoa, here we
0: go. And then we recapped, <laughs> and luckily... Um, I said I said the two no's pretty loud, and then I I forget what else we talked about after that. But I it, I just kind of mumbled, I think, so you couldn't really hear me over the loud commercials. Yeah, so. we went Whoa, back and listened, God. and
1: you could you really couldn't, but you did hear you go no and no,
0: <laughs> no no.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and the funniest thing is like, are we going to title this podcast? Did Mike Keller just get fired, or you know? Because oh, yeah. we're probably going to cover a couple different things in the podcast, like we always do, but. That's a hot
0: topic. Did Mike just get fired? I tell you what, you know a what? lot of people would be would be okay with that. It
1: takes a lot <laughs> to get fired around this place. I know that for sure. So that's all I'll say about that. But uh, you can you can do a lot of things and still have a job here.
0: Are you talking about the guy who our radio station kept cutting out and we would lose like a whole bunch of time on the air and yet the guy whose job it was to keep us on the air kept his job for such a long time? Yeah, that guy. Thank God he's gone. Sorry, I know that's mean and I wouldn't wish like, I I hope he's doing all right. I hope he's financially (laughs) able to find something else. Right. Like very soon, but not here. That dude had to go. You know,
1: it (laughs) is funny. Oh, he sucked. I feel like... I have the luck where if I did one thing wrong, boom, I would get fired that day. I just feel like I'm that girl. But I feel like there are people that can toe the line, go across the line, and still have employment.
2: Jenny, have you ever been fired from a job?
1: If you want to call it fired, but it really wasn't fired. It was the radio station changed formats. Sure. And so we okay. all got let go. But I was lucky and I got moved over. That's when I started my country career because our country station was looking for a morning co-host. And I was like, hello. There you <laughs> Right go. here.
2: No, I have not. I've I, I've been to jobs for long periods of times, like six and a half years, three and a half, three and a half. I've never been fired, mm-hmm. and I You're can't. You're a great imagine.
1: employee, though. You're a worker yeah. bee. I mean,
2: I there. I worked at Flying J Truck Stop with very impatient truckers that are not kill. And then when they say road rage, they bring that into the truck stop, mad because my pepperoni pizza isn't fresh enough.
1: Mm. My Chinese food st- doesn't have
2: enough sauce You're in it. You're
1: at a truck stop. You're at a truck stop, what bro. I know. Okay, expect? I get it.
2: But six and a half years, hungover or not, I showed up every <laughs> single day, never called off. And I didn't get anything but, hey, here's a mini fridge and a pen. Okay?
1: I get it. For six
2: and a half years, so I've never been fired. So I would have to say, yes, I am a good employee. I actually <laughs> give a damn.
1: No, I'm a, Wait, good, I'm a good employee too. I'm a good worker. You are too, late.
0: Mike.
2: Mike's over here just getting Wait, weak
1: because I showed up to Friday's
0: show hungover as hell. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys remember Friday? Oh I my.
1: remember Friday. You so had what it was a bad day. What
0: <laughs> had happened was I had. Uh, I, I'd watched the presidential debates the night before, and I knew this is going to be a single barrel bourbon kind of night when you watch mm. presidential debates between these two. So I did. I just and I, and I know I, I that third glass shouldn't have poured that third glass, but oh, it was so good. <laughs> how much you it pour just, it so it so I, I want to know how much you uh, how much you getting deep in here. I'd rather not go into it.
1: I've seen Mike drink, and You can throw back. I mean, you're not a very big dude, but man, you can drink.
0: Yeah, it's because yeah, it, <laughs> the liver's like. Oh. Yeah, it's because I have a problem. Oh. Yeah, it runs in my family. We're what's called functioning alcoholics. Too
1: soon. Too you soon? Know,
0: all right, fair enough. Anyway, um, all right. So I did get fired. <laughs>
1: I have a problem.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm a functioning alcoholic. There's <laughs> a difference. What is wrong with us? It's, uh. it's a total difference. So I have been fired. I was actually fired from my very first radio job. Now, at the time that it happened, I felt like the lowliest person human piece of trash, whatever on the plane. But you know what? I look back on it and now, and I'm like, I'm just grateful that it happened because this employer, fun radio station to work. I only worked there for 10 months and this employer was awful. Enjoyed hanging out with them. They're fun people, bad bosses. Right. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Yeah. Been there.
1: <laughs> so, so <laughs> yeah.
0: I got hired in Lebanon, Missouri for my very first radio job. And uh, I did the night show, 6 p.m. to midnight, live. Um, and then we, I also did 6 p.m. to midnight, pre-recorded, Saturday and Sunday night. So I was on the air seven days a week, which is insane, by the way. That is, wow. a, that is a... It's too much. That is destruction of vocal cords. And these guys were, again, fun people, bad with their money. So one night, you know, they got this new employee there and me, and they're like, hey, we need you to... Uh, they started saying, what we need you to do is like at uh, like 8 o'clock... We had, we had a station dog.
1: Which is kind of awesome, by the way. It was Radar. Uh, I'm all about Radar.
0: station dog. <laughs> great, a station dog. Very cool. But they're like, hey, um, sometime during your night show, you need to remember to go out and feed the dog. Oh
1: my god! And
0: look, I'm sorry, I'm 19 years old. All right, and and you know what? We, I I had what feed the dog. I had I had hot <laughs> phones, which I'm I'm sorry, that's that's a radio term here. But like literally all night long, my phones were ringing because I would I would bring up topics and people loved the show. They were calling it all the time. It was a it was a very fast six hours. Well, let's
1: be real. That was your job. Yeah. That's why you were there. Yeah, that's
0: yeah. my job. You know, my job isn't
1: feeding feed his the damn dog. dog right
0: so um a couple nights i forgot to feed the dog which i which i feel terrible about i'm a dog guy you know this i'm a huge dog guy but i just i forgot because i was you know doing my job and then one night they come into me and they're like hey uh so brenda who was the front desk girl also my boss's girlfriend uh forgot to do to file this paperwork so record some of your show Go out to the front desk and file this paperwork. You guys, okay? Hold, no, hold on. I thought he was kidding.
1: Oh my god! I thought he was kidding. Come on! And I'm
0: walking in with the lowest ego. I'm look, like, my ego's through the roof now. But back at that time, I, I had a very, I had no ego. I was just like, you know, whatever. But I, I genuinely thought he was joking. And I
1: genuinely would file papers for someone if they needed it, but not during my show. Not when it's, you're paying me to be here to be on the air. Like, no. So that's your
0: main objective. Right. Come on. Right. So the next day, the next afternoon, I get there. I start preparing for that night's show, and he's like. Wally, because that was my radio name, and he's like, "Did you, uh, did you get that done?" I'm like, "You were serious?" <gasps> and he's like, and he walks out just furious, just ticked off. And I'm, and even though, even though he's mad at that point, I'm still laughing. I'm like, "I ain't your secretary." He like, was just
1: mad because Brenda had some other business yeah, to take whatever. care of, and uh, she was not, no time to file.
0: <laughs> so about an hour later, he says, "Wally." Come with me, and they walk, march me down to the general manager's office, which is his dad, oh, and they fire me. Uh, and I'm like, really? And they're like, I'm sorry, it's just not working here. And uh, before you go calling your uh, radio school looking for another job, I want you to really sit down and think: Is this the right career path for you? Get
1: out of here! Are you serious?
0: I wanted to sock that old dirtbag right in the what face. What did you say? Uh, I, you know what. I want to just say, I stood up and said, and then walked out. Dude, I was in tears. I was crying because I was just, I was, I was, hurtful. I was so broken because I couldn't believe I got fired from a job. Like, I felt like a bum.
1: Well, and then somebody else is, is telling you, you know, maybe this isn't the career for you.
0: Well, and, and that's what really upset me because I knew he was wrong. Sure. I knew he was wrong right away. And I did exactly what he told me not to. I called the school and I said, hey, if you hear of something, whatever. Anyway, guys.
1: Sometimes things like that, a person like that is, because look at you talking about it years later, you know kind of is that inner drive of like, I will prove you wrong. I Because I have a story like right. that. People that well, told me I couldn't do this.
0: I'll, I'll tell you all that to tell you this. There were two signs I knew I was going to be okay. So um I, I had to go home. I had to tell my uh, the place I was living. I lived in like one of those bigger houses that was then split up into like four apartment complexes. So I told them I had been let go. I'm probably going to need to leave town, move back to St. Louis. And they were like, you know, no problem. If you can be out by the end of the month and then we'll just we'll leave it at that. I said, thank you. And they, they let me go. And I was, it was like two weeks later, I'm leaving. I'm driving out. And I remember it was January and there was a big ice storm that had just hit. And this ice storm froze our tower to the point to where these two had to drive to the tower, which all the radio towers are out in the middle of nowhere. Right. So they had to drive in an ice storm to the middle of nowhere to literally connect two microphones to some box in the tower. So they could do a show like this for about six hours, no commercials, no mm. music, because they were just, and I, I just watched, I could hear the radio station fall to pieces as I was leaving town, and that made me feel good. Sure did. To this day, I'm sorry, this is a long story, I apologize. 14 years later, to this day, I was in charge of the night show and I was the sports director. To this day, they don't have a night show and they don't have a sports department, which tells me they mismanaged their money.
1: Did the station dog die?
0: Well, it's 14 years ago, so I'm sure that dog has since passed. <laughs> but I just, I know to this day now, they didn't actually fire me. I, I think they gave me impossible tasks on purpose just Probably. to have the excuse to fire me. But really, they couldn't afford me because they couldn't manage their money. Mm.
2: Big ice storm. They're having to do that, and then Mike's driving with the big FU,
0: middle I fingers out
1: the blame. window. I don't blame you.
0: <laughs> I did. I that was great. I drove right up Highway Five out Lake of the Ozarks, up to Highway Seventy, over to St. Louis, and I could, I could I listened to it all the way until it faded out, till I drove out of range yeah, of the station. Some
1: things are blessings in disguise. Yeah. That was definitely one of them. I so I mentioned that someone actually two close family members, close family members, and I won't name names. Um, oh. I remember I went to broadcasting school, and I was really excited, and. I, I mean, of course, like I had work. I mean, I needed practice and I had work to do. Of course. But I thought, okay, I can do this. I think I'm okay at this. And so I created a demo and I'll never forget. I was very excited. I took it to these people and I, and I played it for them. Two close family members. And I can remember them looking at each other and snickering and rolling their eyes and saying, okay, well, good luck with that. Like just very... Mm you'll never be able to do this kind of thing. And and I think that I'm glad right. that happened in the moment. I was terribly hurt. And I'm still hurt when I think that they actually doubted my ability. But I am glad they did in a way because I feel like it fueled me to I'll prove you wrong. I, I kind of love that, proving people wrong.
2: I was in community college and my teacher, like, she was like uh, talking about somebody named Kurt Wagner, but it was uh, – with a W. So it looked like Wagner. I'm like, is it supposed to be Wagner? She's like, oh, it's a German name. It's Wagner. I'm like, well, is it? isn't it supposed to be Volkswagen? And then she's like, get out of class. You know, switching the W and the V. And she's like, she pulls me out in the class. And she like, looks at me and she goes, do you even take anything ever seriously? Like, or do you? And I'm like...
0: Yeah, I, I do. I but, wonder you know. that sometimes, too,
2: about you, yeah. just to be fair,
0: to be fair. Yeah, I mean, I joke a lot, but
2: I i am very diligent. And I like that, you know, I'm very proud of the work I do. Sure. And she looked at me and she's like, I just don't believe that you're going to do anything at all.
1: She really said that?
2: Like at all with, with your life. And I go, well, what do you mean? And She oh, goes, wow. well, you're not taking this serious. Do you take anything serious? And I'm like. I'm going to be something great one day. And I already know. I mean, I, I had no clue for a long time. Yeah. Back to the truck stop days. You know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> but look how but you here remember we are. that.
1: You remember that. I remember my story. You know, and it's like it, sometimes it takes those negative Nellies to. Here we are. Here right? we are. Kansas people. City.
2: What are we? I mean, people don't know this, but I mean, the, it goes New York, LA, Chicago. One, two, three markets. We're in the top 35. We're number, we, number 35. Okay. It, it switches back and forth. It's like in the mid 30s. And we're doing, like, a great show. People love us.
1: The amusing part, Screw though, you. is that we started this entire conversation with saying that we left the mics on <laughs> while we were on the air. That's like Radio 101. And we almost got fired.
2: <laughs> now we're talking about how great we are.
0: And it's all yeah. good. It comes full yeah. circle. Hey, look. It's all about keeping it real. The best thing we could do is be real, be honest with you guys when we talk about everything. Oh, my God. Okay, speaking of that, sharp <laughs> left. Jenny Matthews this morning at, like, 830 on the radio tells this gruesome story about childbirth. <laughs> oh. Just, I I don't want to do it. You well. Let's reenact. Our
1: topic was never again. You know, what's something that you did that you said never again? And I think we can all think of examples in our life. And somebody on the text line said natural (laughs) childbirth, birth, never again. Um, And I just said, oh, why would you even do that? And I respect all women have different feelings on that. I I really don't understand the other side of it. I don't... If there's some way you can numb yourself so you don't feel a giant baby coming out of your vagina, like, I don't know why you would want to feel any of that. So... I was all about that epidural. And um, and I was just mentioning that I had gotten the epidural. And I recall laying in, in the hospital bed with my knees up to my ears, as one does. And um, I the doctor said, push. And I'm like, I'd love to push, but I can't feel a thing. I have no idea how to do that right now. <laughs> They're like, we're going to bring in the mirror. It's going to help you out. Uh, okay. So they bring in this giant mirror where I'm looking at my... <laughs> giant body parts which weren't so giant prior to the birthing process you're like it's
2: that big
0: now whoa
1: well you got to, you got it's got to be dilated to 10 centimeters to get that baby out so they bring the mirror in and uh, I'm looking at it um my chin down like whoa <laughs> look over at my husband and his eyes got so big and he's just like I wonder if that's ever going to go back to normal <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like I really don't care I just want this baby out
0: and saying that on this podcast is one thing that, you sure. know, because the FCC can't regulate us here because we're just on the internet here but you literally said, I wonder if my husband is going to wonder if that'll go back down to normal. You said that at 8.30 in the morning on the radio. I lost my mind. That was so funny. Do you
1: guys ever forget? So we have so much fun on the air. Do you ever forget that we're talking to people? There are lots and lots and lots of people listening.
0: I never remember that we're talking to people. We're just having a conversation. We're just
1: having a good time. But,
2: you know, the thing that is, uh, every woman that's given birth has probably been through that and wondered, is it going to be the same? Yeah. You know, like, I mean, there's a human life rolling out of there. I know? know. And then
0: my wife's telling me, and look, and I've heard stories from my mom, my wife, from you, and <laughs> you know, you hear all the stories about, about, Ripping! Oh, oh. Like, oh. oh, I'll
1: tell you a story about no! ripping. No! That. So yeah, so I'm, I'm all ripped up, right? So, oh, <laughs> Junie, quote, I'm all I'm ripped, all ripped up. up. But I've got this precious baby on my chest and I'm like in la-la land because I've had all the meds and whatever. And so the doctor's down there and he's just, he's sewing me up. And literally all I can see like through my legs is just this needle and thread going up and down and up and down. I... And in the middle of him sewing up my lady parts, he's like, so heard you on the radio. I'd love to have a tour of the station sometime. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So you think that's bad. The next day, doctor comes in to check my hemorrhoids. Because when you have a baby, you push a lot, and you get hemorrhoids. It's a oh lot of fun. Gosh. So he comes in to check. Him. I roll over to the side, and he's all up in my business. And he's like me more questions about my radio career and if he can come in for a tour. And I'm like, are we really having this discussion right now? He
0: already took a tour down there and I went to tour the station. He
1: saw it all. (laughs) But you know, for doctors it's another day at the office. I mean, you
0: know. Jenny Matthews here for Insert Brand Here Hemorrhoid Cream. I tell you what, (laughs) Dr. So-and-so did a great job of rubbing it on me right after I push the watermelon out of the lemon the
1: best is they give you this pillow it's like a blow-up round pillow I, I called it the roid pillow at The my donut house. right it's a donut and man i just sat on that thing for days because you just don't want to put any more pressure on that region of your body is there anything else about childbirth i can answer for you anything at all
0: did <sighs> you did you uh push both times or did you ever get it the uh, what is it the c-section is that <laughs> what it's called no and i felt yeah. very
1: fortunate that i was able to just have you know regular old Good old fashioned childbirth,
0: M- Mrs. Ke- now we don't have kids. Uh, Mrs. Keller has said that when we uh, start our family, that she thinks that she would prefer the C section.
1: She thinks that, but I don't think she would because I've had in on a, it had nothing to do with childbirth, but I've had stomach surgeries and I've had you know surgery on that region of my body and you don't want that it's awful Here, it's so painful
0: and so we're i'm looking it up because i'm curious i don't know what it is i was th- they cut you open and pull the baby out and they no, they literally pull all your guts out of your body they do put them on a plate yeah pull the baby what? out yeah. and yeah. then put oh, yeah. all your guts back oh, in yeah, and sew yeah, you yeah. up yeah. are you serious yeah. insane.
1: you don't want that unless you absolutely have to have that and there are many women that they don't have a choice but um sure you don't, it's you different if there's
0: a medical reasoning sure. behind it but she's just like i don't want to you know, rip the nether regions. And I'm like, oh, that's okay. They sew it back up. Well, Ask Jenny.
1: This is, we we oh. all are vain in some way, right? So I remember for me, it wasn't so much the nether regions. I don't know. I figured we'd figure that part out. But I thought. <laughs> you hope so. <laughs> but I was, I really was grateful that I didn't have to have C sections because I didn't want to have any scars, you know, on my abdominal region yeah
0: because you had abs for days girl I, I
1: did i was proud of my abs you I still abs. do i bet mm, they're there but now i have all kinds of scars because right. i have since had all these stomach surgeries and then i just laughed at the irony that's so my life that like i managed to squeak by with childbirth i didn't have to have c-sections but then later i had my entire intestines removed and, and put
0: on a plate like yeah. a c-section yeah
1: basically Oh, my gosh. Anywho, that was but, fun.
0: But you know what? All worth it for those precious kids, isn't it?
1: it that's the thing. It's so worth it. I mean, it's, the whole pregnancy thing, all of it is crazy because I had terrible pregnancies in that I was sick for nine months. I mean, I felt awful, just awful. But it's funny how, like, you know, I felt that way with Julianne, but yet I wanted to have another one. You know what I mean? Like, you... You have amnesia almost. You just forget all the crazy things.
0: So it's interesting now. So now you've got a ten-year-old and a seven-year-old about it, to be almost eight. eight yeah. yeah, almost eight years old. And here's what I'm wondering because I know you're in the heart of soccer season right now. Yes. And I just I can't help but wonder like, do you miss weekends where you don't have to do anything?
1: Um. Yeah.
0: Like so, like, <laughs> like soccer. You, you, you've you got soccer this weekend, right?
1: Uh, we have more soccer this weekend than I care to share. I mean, seriously, we have games Friday, Saturday, and Sunday.
0: So, okay, so before you dive into the details of that, like, sure. Tater, what are you doing this weekend? Uh, probably drinking and watching football. Right. <laughs> there we go. There
1: we go. <laughs> All weekend long. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. You,
0: you know what I'm going to do Saturday? What? I got two loads of laundry to do. It'll take me about two hours. And then I got the rest of Saturday to do whatever I want. You know what I'm going to do Sunday? <sighs> Drink and watch football. Yes.
1: I remember those days.
0: See, I don't do laundry. I don't wash my sheets. Or You know, I I wash clothes. That's
1: that's another story. (laughs) Um, Now, yeah, um, I'll be honest with you. So we have tournaments this weekend. And tournaments are a really special thing because if you keep winning, you have to keep playing. (sighs) So earlier this week on the show, we said, does it make me a bad person if that was one of our topics? Yes. Does it? (laughs) Does it? This is—I don't even want to say it out loud. I'll say it out
0: loud. Uh, Does it make Jenny Matthews a bad person that there's probably a point in her life where secretly she wants her kids to lose in the first round of the tournament so she can go home and get back on her couch and watch Dateline reruns?
1: That is so bad. Jenny's, Does it make me a bad person? You're just
0: sitting there freezing and you're going. Oh. Here's the
1: thing: on the beautiful days, like there are some soccer days that are just awesome, and you're just happy to be outside, right? You know, oh, and watching my kid play. Get sunshine, a get a little tan. Yeah. But, I mean, this weekend, I know it's going to warm up a little bit, but, I mean, we're talking a little bit. It's going to be cold. It's going to be 60. These are, it might
0: be a windy 60. It's going
1: to be windy. It's These going to be These are outdoor? They're still doing outdoor. Yeah. They're what? Indoor, their indoor season starts. Dude, COVID, soon, man. COVID
0: it yeah. has got to be outdoors well, right now. it's not now. Even ah. COVID.
1: It's just a, this is the way it goes. We're having an unseasonably cold October.
2: It's like 34 degrees on Monday. It's going to warm up maybe in the 50s, close to 60 by the weekend, so it's better 34 degrees, which was the coldest in
0: 95 years.
1: I, <laughs> I like to be 110 degrees at all time. I mean, I like heat.
0: You do. I was, I'm actually very happy for Tater this weekend. Tater, the only one among us who is a single man. And I was telling him, you got to get to Downtown Lee Summit this weekend. And he's like, why? Is there something going on? I'm like, well, it's going to be Halloween night. Uh, The high is going to be 60, and you know that every girl down there is going to be dressed like a slutty something, so (laughs) what are you doing? Like You better be out Saturday night, and I know payday's the day before. You better be out there, And you
1: know they can slutify any Halloween costume. And they do. And they do. And I
2: love every bit of it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, give me some more. Hey, slutty Carol Baskin, get over here. (laughs) Oh, don't be a slutty Carol Baskin. Don't be a slutty Tiger King. You know what? If there's a slutty COVID, though, that's where I draw the line. That's
0: a little weird. Ready? Joe Exotic Dancer.
1: That's it. That's it. There you go. It'll happen. Have Some like an
2: expandable poll you can drive around mm. and post up shop mm. in front of the bar. Expandable yeah, nice. poll.
0: Speaking of which uh, of polls, have you voted yet? I did.
2: Jenny has and she swears <laughs> that... Um, What she did may be illegal. Didn't want to actually talk about it on the radio. I might go to jail.
1: I was really genuinely. Look, I don't like to lie. (laughs) I was genuinely worried that I was going to go to prison. Because earlier this week, I kept seeing everybody on Facebook was voting early. And I thought, well, okay, I guess you can. So I just head on up to the elections office and I think there were people there in line. I'm like, well, okay, I'll just get in line with them. And so I'm in line and then I get up to the lady at the desk and she asks for my license and she scans it and she finds me on the computer and all's well. And I'm just thinking, this is great. Why isn't everyone doing this? Right. And then she's like, and what's your reason for not being able to vote on election day? And I'm like, oh my God, I'm gonna have to lie right now.
0: Yeah.
1: As it turns Light out, it well, so I said, I'm going to be out of town which was just, it's not true. No, 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 how Maybe did you I... say it?
0: Let, let's, let's reenact. Let, this is a role play situation, <laughs> okay? So, uh... hello, do you have your license, please? I do, I okay, do. Okay, can you hand it over? Yes, All right, thank you, you. there we go. Mm-hmm. Scan the system here. Beep! <laughs> okay, is this still your current address? It is. Okay, great. Um, why won't you be able to vote on election day? Um,
1: <laughs> um, I think um, I'm going to be out of town.
0: And then pause. And then, okay, Okay. sounds good.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They don't care. Girlfriend did not care at all. And as it turns out, we did talk about this on the radio. And somebody texted in and said, hey, I work at the elections office. And we prefer that people come in and vote early. It helps out, you know, just kind of just weeds out the crowd a little, thins out the crowd a little bit on election day. And she said, you don't need a reason. So I wish, honestly, I just hate to lie. I wish I could have just said... I don't really have a reason. I just wanted to get it over with.
0: Or, or just say, um, just I, 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 just I'll be. I have to work. Like work won't let me out or something like that. I like can, But a,
1: that's lying. I don't. I did. I shouldn't have had. To, I really didn't need to tell a lie. I could have just said. I just you know.
0: I mean, legally they have to let you
2: go and vote, right? Yes, they do. So here, yeah, I know you. Right. I was not here for 2016
0: election. I was in Illinois. And so, Illinois, <coughs> Illinois, not mm-hmm. Illinois. At least you didn't say Illinois. 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 D- drink milk in Illinois. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I say
2: things weird. That's just how it is. That's who I am. But so I wasn't here. How, do I know if I'm registered to vote? I
0: don't remember when you get your driver's license. Is that when you? Uh, when I change my address. Uh, for, with the Postal Service, yeah. that's when I'm usually asked, do you want to change your register to vote? To, or do you want to register to vote while you're here? And I always say yes.
1: Uh, so you're registered, get, okay. you just don't, ha- don't know if you've updated your address?
0: Well, I mean, since I moved to Missouri, I had to. I get
2: things in the mail talking about voting, so I guess I am, right? Yeah. Sure you and I just, got I just some, haven't voted here yet, Missouri. I just
0: got something in the mail um, uh, like two days ago, and it was it was confirming my polling place. Yeah. Which, by the way, I'm very lucky. Uh, I live very close to uh, an elementary school, and uh, elementary school. No, it's elementary. don't oh, okay. e, know. I. I thought you were saying it wrong. No, I was saying it correctly. Um, so we're going to this elementary school, and it's like a just like a half mile from the house. So less than a half mile, I'd say. And so I think, and I uh, was watching the forecast religiously, like I do, because weather is life. And uh, they said no. They actually said that election day is going to be beautiful. Like going to be great. It's going to be like mid fifties. Not a cloud in the sky, sunshine. Great. So I think Mrs. Keller and I are just going to just we're just going to walk. We're going to walk up to our polling place and and exercise our rights as Americans. Yeah,
1: I mean, or do it early like I did. It apparently you can. It's not a big deal. And I, then I thought about it because of course I get into my car and I'm like I'm going to go to prison. But then I thought why I was just doing a nice thing. Yeah. <laughs> I was doing the right thing.
0: Yeah, they don't they don't care one bit, and that's okay. I'm happy that you voted. Well. That's very cool. But here's why I don't want to because you had to go up to the elections office. I did. Whereas I'm just going to go up to the elementary school right. that's a quarter mile away.
1: And my regular place is just a church down the street. But I'll tell you what was a little weird about it is that I do think it's kind of a private thing. because And especially this year because Lord knows if you say which candidate you want and somebody else doesn't agree, it gets it can get kind of ugly. So it was kind of weird because it was you know just a regular room. And they had, um, you know, like my husband and I were right next to each other in a little pod, if you will. But yeah. There were no walls or anything. I mean, it was just we were right there. And you vote. Well, I did on this iPad situation, and the font was very large, and there was no, I mean, anyone who passed me by could see who I was voting for, and it's not that I'm ashamed of my choice by any stretch, but I just think it is a private thing, and any time I voted in the past, I feel like I've been in a little booth, and little I- A little
0: cubicle kind of yeah. thing, yeah. and
1: honestly, I never did it on an iPad. I always had just like a pen and paper, and you had to fill in the little circle.
0: Like those old Scantron Stantron tests in high on. school. Yes. See, now, Jenny, this is, I think, a a subtle difference between you and I. Me, (laughs) I'm I'm hitting my presidential candidate because I'm I'm educated myself. I know who I'm voting for, and I'm going to push that button. And if I do have an iPad with rather large font, I'm going to go, that's right. (laughs) I'm going to hold it above my head and go, this is who I'm voting for. One of my favorite radio election (laughs) stories ever, by the way, only happened recently. It was like a month or two ago. But uh, if you listen to our radio station, Q104 Kansas City, we have a night guy named Keebler. And he uh, oh, was funny. asking a uh, he, he was asking this listener like a trivia question or something. And I don't know if they got it right or wrong, but he's having a conversation with him and afterwards he just straight up asks her. He's like, "So you are riding the blue wave, or are you all aboard the Trump train?" Oh
1: my god, <laughs> it's so funny. It was so funny.
0: <laughs> and they and luckily the because I could see somebody actually getting really offended by that, but this particular person seemed to recognize he was just messing with them, Took it all in stride. You and uh, know, it's all good. This
1: year more than ever, I feel like it is just a divide. I mean, I don't know. I don't ever remember it being like this where, you know, I knew I was friends with people from the other party or whatever. It just wasn't a thing. I mean, it really wasn't even something that came up in conversation, but I feel like now it is so insane well, the it's, divide.
0: It's it's cuz it's a, it's our first, let's be honest, it's, it's a it's a celebrity president, if we're being honest with each other. I mean, this guy right. had a number one show on NBC at one point in time. And other politicians have promised change before, Um, but I think something, and I don't think this is a controversial statement to make, but I think you can't argue that this candidate has changed the game, has changed America. Some people believe he's done it in a great way. Some people believe he's done it in the worst way possible. But he promised change and has delivered, and change is. Tough. Just ask us a year ago at this time. Um, yeah. Change is very tough. So, it, and th- that's why everyone's so into it right now. One, it's a it's a guy who literally had a number one TV show at one point. And also he is actually changing things. Right. And the, just the disagreement is some people agree with the change. Some people don't. And uh, I tell you what, how about that ad uh, out of Utah, the governors in Utah?
1: This was very cool. Mike brought this to our attention this week. Um, it, so it's an ad with the two guys that are running. Completely opposite platforms, completely opposite parties, but they came together for the ad. And honestly, it gave me chills. And I thought, this is what it's all about. This is what our world should be. Do you have it? I'm, yeah, you I'm, should play me, give it. Give me
0: a second to get a pull up here. Yeah, right? it's
1: worth playing. It's really good.
0: And I'm literally just gonna play it. Ah, stop it. I'm gonna, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna play it through my phone, just into the microphone. But you'll you'll be able to hear. Here we go. I'm Chris Peterson. And I'm Spencer Cox. We are currently in the final days of campaigning against each other to be your next governor. And while I think you should vote for me... Yeah, but but really, you should vote for me. There are some things we both agree on. We can debate issues without degrading each other's character. We can disagree without hating each other. And win or lose in Utah, we work together. So let's show the country that there's a better way. My name's Chris Peterson and I'm Spencer Cox. And we approve this message. Hey. You guys, seriously, like nope. that's
1: how it should be.
0: I'm not gonna lie that they do sound like exactly the same guy. <laughs> they sound yeah, I was like about to say that. I'm like, I, I think it's the same I feel like person.
1: in elections of the past you know, where it was not this divided, that of course there were debates and of course there, you know, they were uh, had different opinions on different issues and things. I mean, of course, but I just don't remember it ever feeling this
0: <gasps>
1: just oh, divided
0: because it never has been before, yeah. and, that, and that's yeah. it's, it's what's going to happen. By the way, if you are just if you I'd say if you're like of Tater's mindset, well, me like I'm not gonna I, I'm a little embarrassed to admit, but I'm into this race. Like people are like I'm so sick of politics, and me I'm like give me more. Like I'm I'm into it, and Tater is along the lines of. Oh my God, can we please get this election over? Which you're in the majority, by the way. I know I'm kind of psycho for this, but... If you're, if you're more along Tater's mindset where you're like, I'm so ready for this to be over. Uh, These guys are both morons, which is a very fair thing to say. Uh, bad lip reading on YouTube. Oh, it's just, so good. <laughs> they just, It's literally it's oh an 11-minute video. Uh, and they bad lip read that first debate, that total debacle where they're talking over each other the whole time.
1: Here's what's great about <laughs> it. They, they pick on both candidates fairly with this. It's truly not a biased thing. It's just funny.
0: They, and I mean they... Rip both candidates. It's not even slightly pick on. They absolutely destroy both of them. Both. Yeah,
1: it's really, really good. I've got to watch
0: it. I've got to. You do.
1: It's right up your alley. You'll crack it. Oh, I love
0: the bad
2: lip reading. It's so funny. I mean, they've done some great ones for the NFL. So I definitely got to watch it.
0: (laughs) One final note here, and this is uh, this is nothing more than just I'm I'm just going to brag here. Um, About an hour before we recorded this podcast. We had to do a, uh, and I know you can relate. We had to do a work Zoom call. Oh, it's just the worst, right? The worst. And who all was in those? So, I, like Jenny, you were there. Yeah,
1: I was there. And
0: I was there in the Zoom call. Yeah. And I forget who else was um, there. There were like two more people there.
1: Who were they? Um, you started with a G. Mm. Yeah, it was uh. Hmm.
0: Oh, it was Garth Brooks and Trisha Yearwood. That's right. Oh, that's who it that's was. Right. Yeah, I totally forgot. Yeah. Yeah, so if oh you're listening to this, uh, you might want to search our Q104KC social media, sort of Zoom chat with uh, Garth, no big deal.
1: i got to tell you, um, now I'll keep it real, he's not my favorite, musically speaking, like I don't get in my car and just rock out to Garth Brooks songs, I don't, but I saw him in concert years ago and, oh my gosh, I bought a sweatshirt, I mean, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I bought a sweatshirt. I mean, he is absolutely the, entertain, the entertainer he's hyped up to be, I mean, he is simply the best. And... Trisha Yearwood I mean they're just legends and I'm not gonna lie I don't usually get nervous during interviews I got very geeky and a little sweaty
0: (laughs) I'm not for the first time since we started working together you embarrassed me a little
1: I'm sorry no it's
0: okay but you were like one of the questions I'm totally kidding with you by the way but I do got to call you out because it was very funny one of the questions you asked was do you even realize how cool you are (laughs)
1: like do you Know what a legend you are. Oh my gosh. What a nerd. What a nerd. But it was so truly it was just a privilege to talk to them. It was cool. It was, it was very, cool.
0: very awesome. Let's check it out. Q104KC across social media. Tater, who would you uh if you were Zoom chatting somebody, who do you think? Because look, you're you're a professional. I know this, but but who would maybe test your professionalism? you I, I mean I, I,
2: I I'm just a Like a big fan of Sam Hunt, like as of recently. Like when he first came out, I was like, ah, what is this? But I've really become, and I've heard people that write with him. Like this dude, okay, typical songwriting session, probably about two hours, maybe four at the max. This dude will write a song for four days because he wants that perfect. And I've heard so much like good things about him lately. And he's been putting out such great music his entire career. I would love to talk to him. And he's a good old Southern boy. He's from Georgia. Mm hmm. And I want to talk to him. He played college football as a quarterback, and he tried out for your Kansas City Chiefs to play quarterback. Look at that! And so, yeah, I mean, he's a big dude, and uh, obviously, you know, music worked out for him. Quarterbacking probably wouldn't have. You never know, maybe. You know, uh, Tucker Bathard, he's a country artist. His brother played in the NFL, um, actually, a quarterback as well. CJ,
0: he still plays for San Fran. He was on the roster the other weekend. That's right. That's right. He's still with. The, I didn't pay attention. He actually got a chance to try it out, and then he was yeah. like, oh, yeah, I don't think so, but cool. Plus, yeah. Sam, you know, he, boy, lately he had just put out good music. He's putting out BANGERS! Let's yeah. go, dude. Who
1: would you kind of freak out if you got to talk to? Because you've talked to Garth before, so I know you were not flipping out like I was today.
0: Uh, probably Kenny for me. Uh, yeah. I, I met Kenny once, uh, just a quick photo op. And, uh, I was there with a friend of mine who was a, a, a way bigger fan than I was. So uh, we only had a chance to like, it's like you have like a chance to maybe shake his hand, take a photo, Same. maybe a 10, 15 second conversation. What I did was I real quickly shook his hand. I said, I said, nice to meet you, but my friend behind me is a huge fan. So I'm going to take this picture, give her a few extra seconds and I'll step aside. That's nice. And, And that's what happened. But if I ever got a chance to sit down and chat with Kenny, I think I would just be just enthralled with the conversation.
1: When we met Kenny, it was funny because um, I had just gotten into country music, not too Far before that, so I, I had not seen him in concert. I, I don't even know if I ever saw him. You haven't him. seen Kenny in concert? No, 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 no. this is oh, prior to okay. meeting him.
0: Whoa, <laughs> calm, yeah, down. Well, I have. calm down! I have. <laughs> um,
1: but so I really didn't know what to expect. I'm not even sure I watched a video, so I really didn't know what to expect seeing him. So it was funny because we went backstage and he had on like khaki pants and a red shirt. He looked like he could seriously be working at Target. I yep. mean, he just looked like a regular dude, he didn't have the hat on, nothing. So we took a picture, and two seconds later, we're out sitting in our seats, and he gets on stage and it's like, you know, the the body, the tight jeans, the hat, and it was like the moves. And I'm like, oh my gosh, he turned it on. It was one of the best shows I've ever seen. He's unbelievable. Yeah, he's he is a superstar. Cranks
0: it up and two bare feet on the dashboard. Mm -hmm. You're like, let's
1: go! He's so good. By the
0: way, go a quick, I'm sorry, a quick earlier you had brought up, and I want to just I don't know if anybody knows this or not, but um, you had brought up how you love the Garth show, so you bought a sweater. <laughs> yeah, during Switcher. during these challenging times, you know, artists are having trouble touring. That's my piece of advice uh, for anybody: if there's an artist you love and you want to support. Uh, go to their website and buy some merch. That helps them out a ton. And I mean,
1: probably, you know, not the big artists that you know have plenty of money in the bank. But I mean, I worry. I worry about everyone. I worry about some of these artists that are, you know, they maybe have a song or two on the radio, but they're not out there touring and they're not just able to do what they normally do. And my heart breaks for them.
2: Yeah, I was uh, hearing Dustin Lynch talk about he's taking care of 30 families. Yep. 30. His, his the entire program. thing. And he's not even one of those... He's not even the main act when he's on tour like we saw him with with Thomas Rhett. He's not the main guy. He's in support of. And 30 families? I mean, Kenny's taking care of his people?
1: And and Kenny, which is awesome. But Kenny can afford to do that. You know what I mean? That's still extremely generous that he does it. But, you know, you do think about some of these artists that are, I hate to say up-and-comers, but kind of newbies.
0: Yeah, go out there and buy your Jordan Davis and your Russell Dickerson yeah. t shirts, is all I'm saying. Your, your Lindsay L. I'd like to see her around. Russell got a new time.
1: baby. Let's help him support that baby. Oh got to feed that gosh.
0: kid. Oh, my. Yeah, that kid needs it to that 10 pound baby that came out. Good <laughs> He's Lord. So cute. Well, I, I want. wanted to
2: circle back one yep. more sure. thing. Yep. This will wrap everything up. You were just talking about Kenny, and you were talking about him as well. His uh, legendary story about Kenny Chesney first moving to Nashville, right? He got a job at a hot dog stand. <laughs> And it was like something had to do with clowns. And there was a trash can lid that had a clown head on it. And you're supposed to lock it up every night. Well, one night he forgot to lock up. And it might have been a few times he forgot to lock up the uh, clown head on the trash can. Well, he forgot to lock it one night. He ended up getting fired. Yeah. So to wrap it all up, we all you got fired for not even feeding the dog or filing some paperwork. And Kenny Chesney's first job in Nashville is working the hot dog stand that has clowns on. Who's the clown now? Come on He's one of the biggest acts in the world. So, yeah, he got fired for not
0: locking up a clown head. So, one day he'll make it, right?
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, he'll be all right.
0: (laughs) If you're in Kansas City, we hope you check out The Morning Drive with Mike Keller and Jenny Matthews. Weekday mornings from 6 till ten on Q104. This podcast available wherever you got it. We thank you so much for listening. We'll hope to talk to you on the radio soon, and uh, especially at 7.05 in the morning, 7.04 in the morning, when we play Can't Match Mike because I am the trivia king Mm, god. And I just want to point that out. You've struggled
1: a bit. You've struggled a bit. No, I
0: haven't.